0: Happy Sunday, Happy New Year. This is the Sunday morning with the Elohim. We gather here for two hours. This is a simulcast with a conference call. And um, I appreciate you folks joining in. Time will tell what's going to happen. We usually connect with sources from the other side of the veil. I welcome the next caller thank you for being here please say a name and location Roger Happy everyone. welcome Roger welcome Mike on,
1: everyone. it's Mike and Mary here, everybody
0: so just be open and see if you can feel the energies that are usually present while we Converse about things that are usually not common to be talked about. Connection with the other side. Miracles. How the universe, how the universe was created. Be open and see what resonates with you. Don't believe anything was being said. Digest it, do your own research, and again, Happy New Year, and we appreciate your presence. Happy Sunday and a Happy New Year. Welcome, please say, name and location.
2: John and
0: Dolan Sprang. Happy New Year, to everybody. Hi, John. And welcome to the next caller. Please say, name and location.
2: John from Las Vegas.
0: Happy Sunday to you, John. Happy New Year. Welcome.
3: Hi, Happy New Year. Hi.
0: Happy New Year, everyone.
3: Happy New Year.
0: Happy Year. New Year. All right. And something I want to mention to those listening in online through BBS Radio. Seven days a week. We gather at 7 p.m.
2: weekly. Yeah, hey, uh, uh, positive greetings from Sedona. Dr. Ging and Raiden Knight. Hello, Wayne. Happy New Year to <laughs> you.
4: Hi, Raiden. Good morning,
1: Dr. Ging. Welcome to
4: Ging.
2: Hi, Raiden. Hi, Dr. Ging. Who's this? Well, yeah. What's <laughs> well, such a joy, you know, to greet each other on a New Year's Day. Wow. <laughs> oh, <laughs> new beginning. Yeah, you wow. became, you know. So God going to uphold His anointing, His Spirit to inspire <laughs> us, to inspire us. We're inspired. Us. Us. That's right. <laughs> so we can do the work for the humility. Hallelujah. Hey, and He's coming up so around
0: yeah. Seattle in about a month.
2: Who you? Not Seattle. Uh, the uh, L.A. and Escondido. Mm. It's gonna be though. I thought I saw something. Are you still sure in uh Wayne? Are you sure in Sedona? Yeah. Okay, you wanna to get together with uh with the Raiden? You have time? I don't know if I can stand Raiden. <laughs> no. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like this humor. You're such a great speaker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well I mean the thing about this, you can, you can you can handle the raiden, you can handle anything else, anywhere, anybody else. So, so you're good, you're good, okay. Let's take That's care right. of raiden offline. That's right, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's just you know it's it's some challenging. People get, I'll give you some real challenges for the new year. It's no, it's no challenge I think for you. You you got big wisdom, mm-hmm. you got big heart, right? Wayne's got a big heart. You, big you know wisdom. what? Yeah, I don't make any claims. <laughs> Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, no, no, I just, I just, I just made a comment on you. You don't get any. You're right. You don't get yeah. com- You don't. You do not get any you do not make any claims. But I made a comment on you.
3: That's good. No
1: yeah. comment. Okay. So now, a happy I,
3: Sunday.
0: I, uh, Welcome. Please send name and location.
3: Hi, hi. This is Jennifer from Greensburg. Hi, everyone. Hi, hi. Thank, hi.
0: Thank
2: you. Hello. Hello. Hello.
3: Hello. Happy New Year. Thank you. Happy New Year. Let's.
2: Doctor Geng. Doctor Geng. Say it in. His phone line I is still present. When. Yes, when. That's right, huh? Yeah. Are you uh, in the show? I want in the to... radio show? I don't want to take your time.
1: No, no. I, I want you to listen to this show. It's about Jesus. About things you never Ooh. knew about Jesus.
2: Okay? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Okay, so. If you can. Let me see how you this at all. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting him on his phone. I got a, I got a. Oh yeah, okay. okay. I, I'm not. I'm. I'm he won't, he won't, he's going. He's going. He's going to need to, uh, to uh, tune in. Yeah. Let me tune in here. Yeah. Thank oh, So this one? Yeah.
5: Six six seven. Seven seven, seven, seven 1533 three. Five, three, three. Oh oh oh.
1: 1533? if you're listening three. on BBS. Listening on BBS. We haven't really started yet. You know, uh, two
5: this five is eight a. Okay, let me put in. Two five, five zero. Five one three pounds. It's asking you to put it in right now. Okay. at. Two five. Zero zero okay. pounds.
1: Hi. shall we get started? Let us do that, yes. Thank you all
0: very much for being here. Thanks. Thank you, Wyn, and Happy New Year to uh, everyone.
1: I don't, I don't think Joy is here right now. Is no, she...
0: she's trying to get us. She can't get in for some reason. I'm just in the process okay. of finding the backup number for her to get in. Okay. So, so she will, she's attempting to hang tight. All
3: right. All participants are muted, and they can unmute themselves.
0: When um, I, mean, I forgot the date today, but let's just keep going anyway. The recording has started.
1: <laughs> this is January first, two thousand twenty-three. Hey, I got it right. And welcome everybody. Welcome everybody on BBS Radio. Everyone that's on our phone line. And every Sunday, we have a two-hour get together, and you know, for 20 years, we, I, and we, because the people on the call have been talking as well, I was contacted by uh, a group soul entity that called itself the Council of Elohim. And it happened in a rather unusual way through a new girlfriend, and I wasn't sure what to make of it. I wasn't sure if I trusted it, and they said to ask them questions, and thus began asking questions about the deepest mysteries of the universe and how it works. and. At first, I said, well, it makes sense, but I'm not sure. How do I know it's true? And then over time, it kept proving itself to be. The Elohim explained themselves to be a group soul, and the individuals in that soul, and there were millions of them, were direct breakaways from what they called the one infinite creator, the first consciousness, the first awareness in the universe. And at that point, there were no bodies. Everything was just energy. And the Elohim went on answering questions, explained that they were responsible for the, mani- the beginning manifestation of the physical universe. Now, that's a pretty big claim, and I didn't believe any of it at the time. I said, I'm open to it, but it's going to have to prove itself. And we've continued asking questions for 20 years. And every Sunday morning, we would have a live session with my partner and my, um, how should I call her? It was beyond marriage. (laughs) It was a spiritual co-creation. And she'd be on this call and I would pick a topic and ask questions about it. And she would answer them. And usually there was an opportunity for the people who were on the calls to ask questions. And as we were going through this, there was a phenomena that occurred. People were starting to have miracles. And the Elohim was demonstrating their ability to change reality in this realm. Whether it was healing or synchronicity, people kept having amazing phenomena. And this has been going on for 20 years. And at this point now, after all this time of asking them questions and also being carefully observing if there were any hidden agendas, if there was any attempt to control me or the people on the call, and there never were, and they told people. Make up your own mind. You don't have to believe this. Unlike religion, where people have to have a whole bunch of concepts they believe in to be part of a certain religion, this is not religion, because you have to come to your own belief that, hey, this is real. And the people that keep coming to our calls have gone through that process and they know it's real and I know it's real and just be open-minded because you're gonna hear explanations for things that have never been put into this realm before. And this is gonna be one of them. This is really far out. We did this a year ago We're going to do a replay on it, and um, it kind of blew my mind when we did it, and some of you have heard it, but I've been wanting to replay it, I finally found it, and the date on it, and cued it up, and let me see, is is Joy here yet?
6: Yes.
0: I know she is.
1: Oh, there we go. Hello? Now, yeah, hi, Joy. Hi. Happy New Year. Good morning.
6: Yeah, thank you. And, and to
3: all.
1: Yeah. Now, to complete my opening story here, uh, in August of this year, August, or last year, I have to say, August, uh, I think it was August the 14th, Terry dropped her body. And I thought that was the end of it. And a week after she died, people kept calling me up who are regulars on our call and were saying, I think Terry contacted me. I heard her, and I wasn't sure if it was wishful thinking or if it was really happening. And then Joy Ayer, who's from Squim, Washington, called me up, and she's really good at the pendulum, and she said, I think I'm talking to Terry on my pendulum. And she wanted me to ask some questions to try to confirm it. And I asked some questions, and over the next few weeks, I got to my satisfaction that Terry was really communicating to Joy. And one of the things she said that came up on my questions Is that she is coming to all our calls. Now, obviously, she's not using the telephone. (laughs) Uh, She explained she was in the fifth density, which is pretty high. And um, she was now an energy body in the fifth density. And she's here on the call. And plus, she has a lot of friends with her are a lot of angelic beings that are helping. And while we're doing this call, they're monitoring everyone on the call, and if, if you are open to it, you may feel a vibratory connection, and you may have some experience during the next week that uh, convinces you that it's real. Um, And I invite everyone to be a skeptic. I don't want people to be believers. Validate it for yourself. And um, we usually say hello to Terry and friends at the beginning of this call through joy. And joy is holding a pendulum. And when it turns clockwise, it means yes. And when it turns counterclockwise, it means no. So we're li- we're limited in our communications to yes or no questions. And, um, you know, originally when we were testing this, I was asking Terry about where something was in the house. And I said, is it in the dining room? Is it in the kitchen? And wh- I- whatever I narrowed down, she would always guide me to it. That was one of the things that happened. Um, I'm not going to go through all the things that happened, but let me tell you, I validated for myself that it really is Terry. And she's still totally supportive of this work, even though she's not here, even though she doesn't have a body, and she has some powerful spiritual Friends, we'll call them friends, associates, they're on the call with her. And they want to use this work to help bring more people into spiritual awareness. So let's give Terry a wave. Hi, Terry. Joy. Where are you, Joy?
6: I was muted. Okay. Yeah, they're there, they're waving back. <laughs>
1: You're picking up Terry's bad habits.
3: <laughs> oh.
1: Terry can Terry can never uh, we always have to go through getting Terry unmuted when it all started. <laughs> But that was her only bad point. Otherwise, she was perfect. And I kind of missed her uh, Mm. yesterday and today because it's New Year's. And, you know, it's it's like when I think of New Year's and Christmas, I think of spending time with her. And uh, I know she's around me, but I couldn't feel her, okay? There are times when I could feel her. You know, so, Mm -hmm. Jerry, I I had a before we go to this replay, I got a couple of questions I was thinking of, okay? Okay. And, you you know, 5D is where one of the places that when you die, you can go to. And uh, it's, 4D is another place. And it depends on your level of evolution, where you go to when you die. And the people that are coming to our calls seem to be getting fairly qualified for 5D because they're hearing. You know, when you hear the Elohim, you're not just getting an intellectual mental communication, you're getting their vibration. And as you become familiar with their vibration, it pulls you, pulls your consciousness into a higher dimension. And you start processing things of your lower nature faster. I think I could say that.
6: I was getting to um, yeah, the whole time you were talking.
1: Yeah. So what I, what I wanted to ask, Terry, was, you know, when we have bodies, we have certain qualities. We have intelligence, and we're not all equal in intelligence. We have emotional qualities. And we're not all equal in emotions. We have humor. And we're not all equal in humor. And I wanted to ask, when you die and you end up in 5D, what happens to those qualities? And so let me ask, if you're really intelligent, in 3D, in this realm, will you be really intelligent in 5D?
6: <laughs> okay. Um, I apologize. I could not get through with the regular numbers, and Heist helped me with a backup number. So I don't know. Did you call in the light?
1: No. <laughs> okay. Father, Mother, God, we ask for the presence of the light surround and protect everyone here. We see ourselves radiating from the center of the universe, through the galaxies, through the Milky Way, through the solar system, through the outer energy field of planet Earth, through our bodies, and into the center of the Earth, and right now, we invoke... A group energy connection while maintaining the sovereign integrity of our souls. And we invite those sources that are positive service to others, honoring the law of one, to join with us and help lift the vibration of this call and all the people on it. And The question is, if you're intelligent, highly intelligent in third density, when you end up in fifth density, do you carry that intelligence with you? Yes. And do the more intelligent people tend to give more guidance to the other beings? In that density.
3: Yes. I have a question.
1: Go ahead.
6: What if you didn't necessarily portray your intelligence in this in this corporal body that you had in this lifetime? What you know? Can you have been? Can you? Is everybody? Well, I don't know. If you came in, you originally were were really intelligent, and you came in to you you chose to have a life where you wanted to experience what it was like to to be a uh, a character in the play who exhibited less intelligence. Um, you still you just go back to the level of intelligence that you had before you came across the veil, and I'm getting a yes. So,
1: in other words, that... you have the you have the intelligence that you portrayed in this lifetime. Is that right? No, you get more. You get hooked into your highest. You
6: might have had. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever your highest hmm. intelligence was that you had before, yeah. you you go back to it.
1: Yes. Mhm. And that's probably true with all the other characteristics too—a sense of humor. Um, yeah. Emotional quality? Yes. How about if someone was a really good singer? Would they carry that in some way to the fifth density?
6: Um, yeah. I Because when... Excuse me. This is joy. Uh, and I'll tell you whether the pendulum says yes or not. <laughs> um, when we come here, we come here for experiences to enhance ourselves. So... I imagine that we, if we go back with whatever we gleaned, um, whatever wisdom, we mm-hmm. whether it's singing, singing wisdom or whether it's, you know, political wisdom or, you know, mm-hmm. relationship wisdom, we go back mm-hmm. with, we go back enhanced.
1: Yeah, Hang on, Dr. Ging is calling me. Hang on just a mm-hmm. moment.
0: Thank you for being here, Joy. Happy New Year to you.
6: <laughs> thank you for helping me.
0: <laughs> and thank you to our brothers and sisters on the other side of the veil for joining yes. in. And Happy New Year. <laughs> oh, yeah. Outside of time.
6: Right, right. But I, you know, I'm getting with a yes that they're really happy for us to be moving forward into this year.
0: Excellent. <laughs> Is Bob think, present?
6: Yes. Right. <laughs> do you want to open up the lines and have people ask questions? <laughs>
0: Let's do that. Let's
3: see. All participants are unmuted.
0: Does any one of you have a question to ask? to our sources through joy with a pendulum.
6: Is John Denver, has he reincarnated in a body? Yes. Okay, I'm, so, I'm back.
1: I'm
4: oh, sorry. that was
6: fun. <laughs> <laughs> Did
1: you hear me? No.
0: You, we, we um, hear, jo-
3: yes, we, heard, we hear you. We hear you now. But Although, we, I'm going to mute the of- I
0: will unmute you, Joy.
3: All participants are muted, and they can unmute themselves.
6: Okay, uh, when we just had a question of whether John Denver had reincarnated into into a body, and uh, we is, just, I guess, repeating myself there, <laughs> um, and the answer is yes. Well, that was yes. fun. Probably mm-hmm.
1: because I asked about singers, right?
6: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, Maybe.
1: Christopher was trying to get into our call, Dr. Ging. And he didn't have the right codes. So Raiden failed. (laughs) (laughs) Or didn't give him all the information. Okay. So what's interesting about evolution is that we are all eternal, we all go through lifetime after lifetime after lifetime. Some of us came in from higher dimensions to be of assistance in this realm. But when you do that, you forget that you did it, and then you have to figure it out again while you're here. And you can feel like a misfit, or like you don't belong, or... The things that other humans do are boring to you. Those are signs that you might, that might be true for you. And I know that was true for me and for many of the people on the call, if not all who are regulars fit into that category. Now you don't have was to be from for Are you kidding? Jeez. Yes. <laughs> and she's been in this in this realm for a long time and you know I said I was this was, we we're going to talk about Jesus and um you know I have been accumulating data on Jesus for quite some time and before I let me just backtrack a moment. Before going to Jesus, there is another group soul that we are affiliated with, and they have identified themselves as the Ra group. The Ra group had bodies in this realm. Now I learned about the Ra group from Carla Ruckert and David Wilcock. They were both channeling the Ra group. The Ra group had bodies in this realm, and they um, had bodies on the planet Venus. Venus, at one point, was a populated planet. And then Venus went through what's called an ascension cycle which means that part of the population graduated this realm and did not have to come back and have bodies again. And they, they were on Venus. So according to the information, 20% of the people graduated on Venus. And it was a very populated planet, and um, that means there were millions of people. Then they formed together on the other side. They called themselves the Ra Group and acted as a helper and a guide for planetary populations that were still going through reincarnational cycles which the population was trapped in and the Ra group has played an ongoing part in the evolution of humans on this planet and at one point in history they were looked upon as God in Egypt. And you probably all heard about Ra, the sun god. And um, when we talk about God, everything is God. You're an aspect of God. Even though You may not know it. You could know it. And when people start to own that, they start experiencing a great expansion in their creative abilities because the God energy is a creative energy. And on September 5th, 2021, I went into a very deep discussion trying to understand and question what was it like on Venus when they went through their ascension cycle? And 20% of the people graduated and and um, turned into the Ra group. Now, Carla Ruckert is the one who talked about the Ra group came from Venus. David talked about it. And then there was one thing in one of the Wilcock channelings where they said, We came to you in our religion, mainly Christianity, but we don't speak in those terms much anymore because of the way religion screwed it up. Now, that was very early on, and when I read that, you know, I don't believe channelings that are very far out the first time I hear them. Not usually. I usually say, if that's true, I'll get other indications, because that's a big claim. And then I asked Daphne in a channeling, when Jesus said, Father, who answered him? And she said, as you would understand it, it would have been the raw group. And then there were all these other points of reference, which I'm not going to go into, that made me feel that the rock group was in fact connecting with Jesus. And then I did a whole session on it last year in September, and I'm going to play that session in just a moment. But, um... <clears throat> You know, Jesus is obviously the major, I should say, one of the major spiritual icons on this planet. And he seemed to do some things that were different from, say, what Buddha did or Muhammad did or other of the other spiritual figures that religions started around. And our group has had kind of an unusual affiliation with Jesus. For five years, we had a guy coming on to our calls that I was convinced was the reincarnation of Jesus' disciple, Matthew. And he wrote a book about his memories of being with Jesus, which is on a website called com. Man Who Walked. His book is called The Man Who Walked with Jesus. And if you've never read it, you should. Particularly if you're interested in Jesus. And... If we talk about Jesus, we have to talk about two of the terms Jesus used. One was the Christ, I think he used the Christ consciousness, the Holy Spirit. What are those things? Okay. We're going to find out when I play this tape that we did in last year. Ra on Venus. Remember, this is when they graduated. And, you know, a major point of interest in my questioning who's making all that noise? Is that you, Joey? No. Stop rattling around or hi, get on your mute button. (laughs) When. See, I forget everything I was talking about just then. I got to get back into it. Um, we know that what we call the Christ energy, the Christ consciousness, is on this call. It's in our work, and the thing about the raw group that's different from the Elohim group, is the Elohim has tremendous wisdom but their wisdom about how things work in 3D is vicarious. What does vicarious mean? They learned it from observing us. The Ra group has wisdom that they learned from having bodies in this realm and graduating and learning what it took to graduate. And the Elohim has not had that experience. So what happened was at a certain point in our work, those two group souls got together and would answer questions together, and there would be some questions that I posed that would be more suited for the Elohim and others that would be more suited for the Ra group. And um, and And, you know, when you say, what does it mean to be the Son of God, which is how people referred to Jesus oftentimes. That always made this question in my mind. How did God have a son? God didn't have a body. And it's one of the phrases that religion uses to, um, I guess, bring you into endearing yourself with Jesus, except the fact of the matter is, since there is only one original source, every one of us could be a son of God. And we may not know it. It may not have come to uh, the working knowledge of our consciousness, But we are. And Jesus indicated that even when he said, these things I do, you too can do and much more. He was never trying to exalt himself to be the only one and only path to God. Except at the time he manifested he, he he was a major pass back to God, and um, and still is for many people. So on that note, I'm queued up on this tape here, raw on Venus, and you know um, when we did this in September fifth, I. We the channeling is about 40 minutes long and um, by the time we were finished I said this is not finished yet we continued it the following week so next week I'll probably do part two of this and uh, let's see here now it starts out with me talking and I don't remember what I said so if I'm saying the same things I just said. Now uh, I'm going to jump forward to where um, the channeling starts. Let's see. Let's see what happens. They're on the call with us and they're paying attention to us now. Um, This particular Sunday call, every Sunday, we talk to them and actually have a conversation with them, so they're on the call verbally. But as I grew to understand how it was working, because I'm skeptical, I mean... If you're listening, and I don't blame you for being skeptical, and in fact, it's good to be skeptical, because until you have the experience, it's just my say so. Well, once you have the experience, you know it's real. And the very first time I had this experience was when my book came out, The Reincarnation of... Edgar Casey and um, came out in two thousand and four and there was a little expo in San Diego. You know, I'm going to move this forward to where the channeling starts. Okay. It sounds like here we go, let's see here. And now and I'm not sure I understand it correctly. But as I understood in the raw material it was indicated that Venus became a fourth density planet and you seem to just indicate yes, it that is. it was a first it density planet.
4: After um Yes. We were, however, a graduation.
1: And here's another question What was Ra's average total population incarnate on Venus in third density? Gravity, shall we say, the attractive force, which. Hello, Terry. Hi. I was just finding the start of the channeling, that's why we're jumping around. I thought I knew where it was, but I didn't. So here we go. So here's Terry just coming on to the call. Are you are you okay now?
4: Uh yeah, I'm okay now. I called back. I this is fascinating. Um the troll has fascinating information and um because I understand it, um the, it, everything is the hologramic result of all the things inputting into it. And so yeah. when you pull a card, it is influenced by, it's sitting in the middle of all that, and it is influenced by all of these energies that are interacting. And so it's very relevant to the situation. And if you know how to interpret the card, the, the pictures on the card, you can get a lot of information about the person's current situation.
1: Well, we're all affected by the higher holograms, by the higher intensities. Yes. But we don't realize it oftentimes. You don't. And um, the tarot was one way of attempting to understand the relationship with higher densities, just as right. the I Ching is, okay? Mm-hmm. And uh, um, somebody developed relationships in a different way that the I Ching was used to uh, come up with. But, you know, I, I, mean, I wasn't intending to focus on the Tarot, okay? Okay. That's cool. I want to focus on um, the raw group's Explanation of what life was like on Venus, okay, before they graduated this film. Uh, Here's another question from Don Elkins. I'm reading from Carla Ruckert's, it's called The Raw Materials, four books of the most amazing channelings that happened in the 1980s. I'll make a guess that those of Venus third density, who were who were the initial ones to partially penetrate the veil, oh, oh, this is the same question, yeah. Did Venus later then become a fifth density planet? It later became a fourth fifth density planet and then later a fifth density planet. For a large measure of your time, both fourth and fifth density experiences were possible upon the planetary influence of what you call Venus. Question. I sometimes have difficulty in getting you, might say, a foothold into what I am looking for in trying to seek out the metaphysical principles behind our physical illusion. Could you give me an example of the amount of gravity in third density conditions at the surface of the planet Venus? Would it be greater or less than Earth? Ra. The gravity, shall we say, the attractive force, which we also describe as the pressing outward force towards the Creator, is greater spiritually upon the entity you call Venus due to the greater degree of success, shall we say, at seeking the Creator. This point only becomes important when you consider that when all of creation in its infin- in its infinity has reached a spiritual gravitational mass of sufficient nature, the entire creation infinitely coalesces the light seeking and finding its source and thus ending the creation, and beginning a new creation, much as you consider the black hole, as you call it, with its conditions of infinitely great mass at the zero point, which no light may be seen as it has been absorbed. Question. Would it be possible to take one of the people at that time from our planet and place him on Venus? Would he survive? What conditions? uh, It was inaudible. Ra, the third density conditions are not hospitable to the life forms of your people. And talking about the third density Venus, I guess we would not be able to survive there. But the fifth and sixth dimensions of that planet sphere are quite conducive to growing learning and teaching. So Venus, I would assume, even right now, has fifth and sixth dimensions to it. And here's another question. What was Ra's average total population incarnate on Venus in third density, the number? Ra, we were a small population which dwelt upon what you would consider difficult conditions. Our harvest was approximately 6,500,000. Now, harvest means how many people graduated um, Venus. There were approximately 32 million mind body spirit complexes repeating the third density elsewhere. Okay. okay, so I wanted to just read a little bit of that to give you a feeling for the raw group's connection to Venus. And we're going to talk to them now, as long as they are okay with that. If they may say, we don't want to talk about that. I'll have to regroup, because I didn't ask them. And uh, But I think they'll enjoy talking about it. And, um, and this is the same raw group that was speaking through Carla Rucker to Don Elkins when he was asking these questions in the early 1980s. Now, when we say it was the same, I'm sure it was the same because it was the rock group, but I would suspect that we have a different grouping. In other words... It wasn't the entire raw group. There was there was always a group form that would work with a particular group in this realm that was talking to them, and then it would be a different group later. Uh, it wouldn't be the same group. It would be unlikely. It could be, but unlikely. So we're going to start. I'm going to do an invocation, and then we're going to start asking questions about this. And this is good, you know, historically, I don't believe there's any historical acknowledgement in our realm of life on Venus. I don't believe so. I may be wrong. But we're going to find information out about our solar system that has never been in this realm before. they will agree to talk about it. So here we go. Father, Mother, God, we ask for the presence of the light to surround and protect each person on this line, each person on BBS radio, and each person who listens to a replay. We invite those sources that are positive, service to others, Honoring the law of one to join with us. And we create a protected space that only the positive has access to. Anything not of that nature must leave now. And do we have our sources present?
4: Yes, we get you in the left side of the one infinite creator. Uh, We come directly to each and every one of you. We don't come through the telephone line. That is where the voice comes from. And we relay uh, concepts. We are connected with Jerry, and we relay concepts to her and she puts them into words. Then that comes over the telephone line or through the radio. And it is our sacred moment in time, our joy, when we are able to connect with you. And we are more at this point oriented towards the Ra group. We color Sophron as we are an aspect of the Ra group and an aspect of the Elohim group. Right now, we are reading more toward the Ra group in percentage of. Uh, contact with you at this time as this is where the vibrations have led. Do you have questions?
1: Yes. Well, you heard what I was, I was reading from the material that the Rod Group um, spoke through Carla Rucker. Yes. And are we having the same members of the Rod Group present now, or are you different? As we came to color
4: are the aspect of vibration of the raw group it is more um of the nature that is more easily connected with the input, so it is a um a slightly um different vibration in... Uh, some of the members are the same, but some of the members are of a nature that uh were not connected at that time, although are more connected with call, which is the other group that uh, Carla ended up channeling.
1: okay, well, thank you for being here with us and when I was reading that, I read something that uh never caught my attention before. It said that um, I'm very aware that the Ra Group came to Earth during the time of Egypt and they manifested light bodies and they walked amongst the people trying to teach and heal in that time, which was ten thousand years ago, which was an early lifetime of Edgar Casey, named Rata. Am I accurate there? Yes. Okay. That is correct. And um, in what I just read, it said you came from Venus to Earth. As you went up into the dimensions. As you graduated into the fourth density and the fifth density, were you still on Venus or in the uh, energy field of Venus as you graduated?
4: Yes, we were, however, at graduation, uh, there was a... Uh, change of energy, and we, as the graduated group, were no longer uh, on, uh, in the energy field of Venus.
1: Okay. Wait, you were no longer on the energy field uh, at all? I mean, in, other words... in the
4: energy field of Venus, although it strongly influenced us.
1: But Venus became a fourth density planet, correct? There was a division of souls
4: between those on Venus and those that were um, moved into a, a different... Third density planet. Or it was, they moved into a third density situation.
1: In other words, Venus no longer supported third density.
4: Venus moved more towards first density. First density. First density. Venus moved more towards first density.
1: Did you say first density? Yes. Rocks,
4: air, right.
1: the water, fire. So, the, so there was no physical population there, right?
4: It moved in that direction.
1: I mean, no human population.
4: They the human population uh, some were moved to other planets, and some were um put in suspension, waiting as they desired to wait for Venus to repopulate.
1: Are they still there?
4: Some of them are still
1: waiting yes. Yeah. And in that position, time doesn't seem such a long time, right? In other words, this whole epoch happened in Venus. I'm not sure this is correct, but I thought I remembered a half a million years ago.
4: Time is not the same as... um, You will recall... Institutes in the channeled raw material that we came to your planet 11,000 years ago and 18,000 years ago with uh, thought spacecraft. craft. Um, so uh, there has been this recent, more recent change in uh, the planet Venus. Um, where it has been, time has been turned back. That is why uh, the, there's this difference in time between time being uh, two and a half billion years ago, where it's talked about the planet uh, as being in that state, uh, and then moving forward again from the reversal of time area.
1: So are you saying that the period of time when the rock group graduated, if we were going by Earth time, the passing of time on our planet would have been you say a million and a half years? The the time given in the law
4: which also says meaningless in relationship to our time, is two and a half billion years ago, but the time, uh, in what would be meaningful connected to our time would be about 11,000
1: years. I see. So, the two and a half billion years would be in reference to Earth time? Yes. Okay. And now and I'm not sure I understand it correctly, but as I understood in the raw material it was indicated that Venus became a fourth density planet and you seem to just indicate yes, it that did. it was a it first became... density planet.
4: After um It was turned back in time to uh, have a restart after the graduation, Uh to clear it and have a restart. That is why the scientists, when they look at it, do not understand its smoothness. Because of its age, it should be more pockmarked. It is because time Mm -hmm. was turned back for the planet.
1: Was there a reason, like, we know that in Mars, you know, there's been devastations on planets where the the, pop, the planetary populations were even destroyed, like on Maldek, and Mars had a different kind of destruction of its population.
4: The air filter was pulled and it was no longer viable for... Um, so density beings to exist.
1: Now, did that happen as a natural evolution, or was there something that someone did to cause that? It was a disaster? war.
4: It, it was a war. A war.
1: Between the Venetians and another... Uh, between the Venetians and the Venetians, uh, a planetary war. Or an we're talking Mars.
4: about Mars, is
1: that correct? Oh no, no, no. I'm talking I didn't no, I was talking about Venus actually. I
4: mentioned no. Mars. I, yes, uh, we were seeing the Venus uh, the Mars um uh, during a um conflict he had the cover pulled and so no longer was available to um, air-breathing humans.
1: Now, when you referred to a planet being turned back to a first-density planet, were you referring to Venus or Mars? Venus? Venus. Venus. And did something happen on Venus? didn't allow it to support life, 3D life.
4: It was an experiment in turning back time uh, to see if people, third density beings, that he had not graduated um, could be uh, reset. To an earlier time and then developed for the clean slate. Mm-hmm. It has not really worked
1: that well. Mm-hmm. Was the Venetian population very advanced technologically? They were. They were. And did they have yeah. different countries?
4: Yes, there was different uh, say continents,
1: which and were of a different,
4: different composition.
1: Yeah, did they have different languages, or did the countries interact more more um, cohesively than countries do in our planet? I.
4: As your planet is, there were different groups. Your planet uh, has done an experiment in in bringing in um remainder of planetary uh, a number of different planetary groups uh, that did not make graduation and have brought them brought to Earth to re-experience their density when there are so many different groups from so many different planets. They, they are very um, diverse culturally and have a very hard time harmonizing with each other because of the um, diversity of, of platforms
1: Mm hmm I've heard that many times before, but thank you for sharing it. So the the Chinese are from a different planet, right, or a different
4: place? Yes. Yes. Chinese, the people from Norway, the people from Africa, different areas of Africa, the Indians, they're all from different places. The red skin, yellow skin, which would be the Chinese.
1: Hi. Right. Now, were were they? They were not. They were all moved here at different times, correct? Yes. And
4: and and they, they have mostly most of these. Uh, People here now have had a different experience on a different planetary system and have not graduated uh, and then are doing their density again. But then you have another whole class of people, which are the wanderers, which have come in to help to provide some consistency and some guidance which have mostly due to the bail being so thick on your planet, have mostly uh, forgotten why they are here, but they still have this sympathies to help people. hmm And they are service I mean, to others.
1: Most of the people on our calls, I think, are wanderers, the people that are attracted to this work. <sighs>
4: Not
1: everybody, but many. Okay. And so, there was a a session we did a long time ago where it said the people on Earth wouldn't graduate, would be moved like paper dials to another planet somewhere. Continue this third density experience. So, does that yes, mean that and then no
4: the op- earth would be move on into fourth uh, density, which um, much of it has now? There are still hangers on from third density, and there's negative fourth density that are 95% service to self. So, this is some of the diversity that is being played out now, as the energies are very really strong, and it is harder for people to hide their shadow side. So, they are becoming more true to themselves, and you are seeing a, a separation of people as people are being more honest about where they are coming from.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, this was predicted even in the original raw material, I believe.
4: Yes. From, this totally uh, was uh, coming towards graduation.
1: Yes. And was the veil that we have on our planet put up as a result? Occur as a result of natural evolution, or was it put in intentionally by some group?
4: They worked together.
1: Natural evolution and intention came together. Pardon? Mm -hmm. There was an intention to put a veil here. Yeah.
4: The people who did not graduate in their other situations, one of the problems and reasons they did not graduate is because they carried with them a thicker veil, and when you put all those people together uh, in consensus reality, they carry a bigger bigger veil.
1: So it
4: was the way that the natural order Came
1: together, and how did the people get here from all these other areas? Did they, were they physically moved here in spaceships? Yes, they were. Well, some of them
4: came in spaceships, some of them outposts, and then uh, spirits uh, from that area simply joined. As spirits can travel. Uh, between the and travel of between locations without the necessity of spaceships. Okay. They followed their group.
1: Mm-hmm. And so, there must have been big armadas of spaceships coming here to carry all these populations. Yes. Well, it,
4: uh, at, at earlier times, very, very earlier times, there were a matter of spaceships, and this was chosen as since it wasn't an outpost, it was it's at the edge of the galaxy. It was chosen by the Galactic Federation to have a. Uh, space series of spaceports where um where the spaceships of the great federation could bring souls here from other planets mm-hmm. it was not entirely uh, in end of a uh, cycle um Endeavor, however, but Was there any Jesus. attempt... Go ahead. Go
1: ahead. Many... I was just going to ask, was there any attempt to create cooperation between these divergent races as they would come together on earth? In other words, there was groups bringing Chinese people, groups bringing Caucasian people, groups bringing African people, did they just settle on the land that was available and say, this is ours, or was there any cooperation amongst these groups trying to create some semblance?
4: There was an effort to um bring them to the land that was resonate resonated with their needs and their uh past uh experiences.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, yeah, did Venus have a service self group, a contingency there? Yes. And how did that group manifest?
4: Individually is in it. A being would uh, emerge into the third density, in according to the lessons that they were desirous of learning. Uh, then, if their natural inclination uh, in survival and desire for survival was so strong, that it would bring um, emphasis on that on service to others and taking advantage of service to others, that individual would be placed in a service-to-self category if it was um, larger, say, than 51% of his endeavor. And then as he would um, progress, he could become more and more a service-to-self uh and and others would develop along the lines is they hit other different experiences and desires and goals to be service to others, particularly the wanderer group.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Did did Venus have ways of life that we could relate to? Like did they have entertainment, television, music? Um
4: Yes, they did. They hid entertainment. They hid community goals. If you take a look at the tarot, the first uh, part of the tarot, not the minor, but the major arcana, this would describe uh, pretty much life um, as it was available to different people. On Venus, you can find out much about life on Venus by studying the major arcana, not the minor arcana. The minor arcana was developed uh, in the mid ages, when times were very, very difficult, and people needed some hope. And this further described situations in life. on planet Earth, but the major arcana were were major uh, sections of uh, the civilization. It described major uh, sections of life on Venus.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, was the population of Venus indigenous to the planet, or did they come from... Uh, you know, way in the past, uh, from other places. There, there there
4: was an effort to... One of the things that developed on Venus was Christ consciousness, and there was an effort uh, to promote the Christ consciousness to other planets. There was connection Mm -hmm. and communication and travel between other planets this does not happen so much on uh, the Earth's planet because your planet is in quarantine, but uh, because if the nature of uh, the lessons the, the, uh, that the Earth uh, is experiencing in its people I uh, n- They have been quarantined uh, from the uh, contact with the rest of uh, the uh, galaxy uh, travelers and uh, endeavors at communication. And Earth is an experiment where they are developing. According to their free will, uh, according to their choices, and they have a choice. Uh, They can choose the sort of self path, and they can become very selfish and with a closed heart, and. Uh, everything for them and taking from others to give them energy and other people to be the battery and the non-elite to be the, uh, the battery or, or the slaves of the elite. Uh, these are lessons that uh, the Earth's uh, population are uh, attempting to align themselves with what side were they on. Uh, so, this is a great experiment, and it is a very difficult planet.
1: So, I would have, were there populations existing both on Earth and Venus at the same time in history? Yes. Yes. And Mars Mars as well. <laughs>
4: yes, So were. Yes, and also mailed death many thousands of years ago
1: yeah and and Venus was involved in interplanetary um uh, transport travel yes
4: yes, and they were exporting uh, the um uh, missionaries moving out from Venus uh to teach to other planets the the um Christ consciousness.
1: And you were learning Earth, the Christ consciousness. And you were learning the Christ consciousness from the oversoul that Venus had that was doing yes. interacting yeah, interacting with Venus, similar to the way that you interact with our planet.
4: Yes. And we interact with other planets,
1: too. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And did you express the Christ consciousness in a religious way, in a belief way, similar to the the attempts to express it here? What were the forms that it was expressed as you were attempting um, your missionary work?
4: Uh, similar to uh, the works of Jesus.
1: Mm-hmm. And it so you were doing... an
4: individual out that could be a teacher and mm-hmm. have very long life and teach people about um, how when they would express the Christ consciousness, he would work in harmony with the groups. The groups did better. They related better. They lived longer. Uh, Mm -hmm. They they experienced love that they yearned for, that all beings yearn for, but how to make kind of terrible ways in their society and within mm-hmm. their family groups and with their interactions yep. with each other and their training of children.
1: hmm Was Jesus uh, on Venus? Was he a Venetian at one point? He,
4: he had lifetimes on Venus, yes. He okay. trained on Venus,
1: yes. Even as Jesus, he trained on Venus.
4: Well, he had different names.
5: Yeah. But he did um, not call it Venus...
4: Jesus and they did not call it the Christ consciousness, they did not call it Christianity.
5: Mm-hmm. Christos
4: mm-hmm. would be another name.
1: Christos, yes. Mm-hmm. And so the Venetians were were very advanced metaphysically and spiritually and um not everyone. Um,
4: not everyone, mm-hmm. they hear the service to self individuals that were trying very hard to take everything that belonged to the uh, service to other group. And they figured the service to other group to just be great prey because the service to others just seemed to be so giving that uh, they, they could be deceived.
1: Mm hmm. Now, this is so, Thank you so much for sharing this with us. This is really, really amazing information of how all this works. And I understand that Mars was majorly warlike in service to self. Is that true?
4: Well, there was a particular group... Um, ...designed uh,
1: I don't hear Terry now. We don't hear you. We don't hear you, Terry. 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 Terry, Terry we lost you. It sounds like your hand's on the microphone or something. Hello?
4: Hello? Hi. Hi.
2: Okay, Hello? you're better now. Okay,
4: well, I put it on speakerphone, but I came out of trance. It was kind of important, I
1: think, what was being said. Okay, so Shall I ask the question again? Uh, I don't think I... We're talking about... We're talking about Mars.
4: Okay, yeah. Okay, I'm back in... Okay, Yeah. Uh, Meyer said it's a significant portion like right, of gr- a growing portion of reptilians. And the reptilians uh he behold different code of behavior than the other groups. Uh and they uh they began to uh they, they began to be wars against the t- between the two groups. hmm the, the, uh, the, the people on Mars, similar uh, groups with kings and queens and rulers and uh, lessons being learned in the third-density uh, society, and then the uh, reptilians moved in and began to increase and grow, and they have a whole different code of behavior uh, and ethics. Like, they do not, um, if a person is in fear, then, uh, the, the reptilians can consider this to be a great weakness.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, did the Martians ever attack Venus? Did they, uh, did Venus ever get into war with other planetary cultures?
4: Venus was pretty, uh, because of the um uh population within the uh, christ consciousness venus uh was very careful about getting into war with other civilizations the the free will of the training of our group and of our group, the law group the the free will uh would uh, a great population of, of believing in free will uh, on uh, Venus um, it made it more of a peaceful uh, uh, reaching out and promoting uh, education where it was needed and wanted. So they did not get into
1: war. whether Whether opposing or different. Religious groups on Venus, besides the Christos, Christos.
4: Um. Would you repeat that again? I, I'm uh, losing the connection a little bit here.
1: Were there different? Were there other religion religious? formats or spiritual formats on Venus aside from the Christ consciousness one. Or were there uh, other there... forms of conflicting forms of Christ consciousness, different like in this planet, you know, there's different religions that are all based on Jesus. Um
4: there were some variations. Some variations, yes, but But they did
1: not. They
4: didn't compete with each other. To some degree, they tried to, would you call, prostitute their uh, group, or there was some of that. A
1: little bit, okay. And what? How did the economy of Venus work? Was there some form of money? Was it based on uh, precious metal? Was there gold and stuff there?
4: It was totally different
1: um,
4: the the economy. Uh, it was like a lot based upon uh, a system of points where one contributed to the society but uh, so it seems just would they would contribute or something, and they for their contribution they would get so many points, and each contribution would bring them more points, and then people would be able to trade points. For if had do... she had twenty-four thousand points, and she needed a, a dozen of eggs, uh, then uh, she could uh, go to. Uh, someone that uh, had eggs and uh, wanted to uh, give up the eggs for exchange of so many points, and then that person would get so many, the farmer would get so many points into his basket. So it's like a trading of. Uh, Points that people earn by the things that they contribute, and it was not only uh, physical things, but you could contribute spiritual uh, readings for people, like the tarot, and then you could get a hundred points saved for a reading.
1: And was it was it all done by computers?
4: Yes, there were computers that would figure this. And there were uh, a system of uh, hand-champs to uh, double-check systems. Uh, not only computers, but a, a double-check system uh, where the individual had books and they would keep track of their points. And then there would be a tally to uh, see a correlation to see, make sure everyone was
1: better was there Was there much corruption on this?
4: Well, when within the uh, crystals communities, uh, things were pretty ethical, and uh, there was an effort of each individual uh, there to attempt to be uh, very ethical and ethic- ethical and
1: accurate about the reporting. Mm-hmm. Did the Elohim ever do any um, uh, interventions or channelings, or make themselves known to Venus?
4: We answered that this is yeah. Elohim group uh, aspects of the Elohim group coming in. They were not aware of us. And, and it's like the of here. That's there. They confirmed they were not familiar with the Elohim. They knew there was something there, because there was an effect that they uh, couldn't account for uh, in some of the miracle healings and things. Uh, that you weren't uh, really. Uh, although they were interacting, they really weren't uh, that much aware of it. The, in other words, the Elohim realized that uh, like they were working very hard with the people of Venus. However, the um, the lab group and were, were working very hard with the people of Venus, uh, but and they were aware of the Elohim. You might call it the effect, the effect of something beyond. Would have on mm-hmm. a situation, particularly when you would pray and intend, but he did not you were not aware of the specifics:
1: so the Elohim was helping, but people weren't aware specifically of the nature of: yeah the Elohim. they
4: would uh, they would assign it say. Uh, to God or, or or to the beyond, it's like they did not. They were not specifically aware of the group as uh, the Elohim, as you are. As okay. <laughs> and and when you we had both of the groups that you were questioning at the same time, then we took a look at each other. And, they, and the Elohim took a look at each other and began to communicate between themselves and be more real of each of the existence of the Elohim, for the Ra group. Mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. So our group has helped the evolution of the universe in a certain way. By having... Well, the evolution the, of the
4: individuals, know. and as you know, and, 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 and if the one individual... Uh, we will we will catch on uh, since all is one in not in the third density where you are, but or the fourth, but in the sixth density, all is one, and so in uh, a way, everyone gets it if one gets it.
1: Hmm. Well, <laughs> um, one more question. To the raw group, and that is, did Venus have any connection with the Anunnaki?
4: Yes, the Anunnaki uh, did have a connection. They, they attempted, uh, they attempted landing. Uh, they attempted, uh, uh, an analysis of uh, the soil for gold and the, um, it, whether the Venus planet would be a good planet to take over, uh, or to populate, but they uh, chose uh, earth instead, because of the propensity for gold on in the, in the earth
1: planet, mhm, you know there are different um, things I've read about why the Anunnaki wanted gold, and one of them was that they needed it for their atmosphere, and the other one was they were using it like monatomic gold as a kind of drug to get high on or expand their sensitivity to higher dimensions. Yes. Steve. You, you know
4: which one... Do Go ahead.
1: Which one of those was predominant in their need for gold?
4: first of all, it wasn't just straight gold. It was what um, what would be the word for a different state of gold? Like, uh, like, uh, there was a different state that uh, a certain uh, aspect of gold that they could. Uh, isolate out and use for both getting high and infusing it through the atmosphere of Navarub, which would bring the, the whole tone of the planet up and make it uh, more uh, viable towards life. And then they would use the inhaling of their their aspect of gold uh, to connect them uh, more easily with their atmosphere. So there was a synergistic effect between inhaling it and having it in the atmosphere uh, for support of certain aspects of
1: life. Mm-hmm. And what were the physical bodies of the like? Were they like our bodies, or different? They were very. They were similar to our your
4: bodies, but they were. More flowing. Uh, The Mm -hmm. clothes were more uh, flowing. The people were more graceful because the people in uh, the earth plane are very much under a veil. And so when Mm -hmm. they're in the veil, they don't connect. With their surroundings as easily, they're more uh, concentrated and, and contracted and confined within their own uh, matrix, sphere of their bodies. Uh, the people mm-hmm. of Venus were more flowing and connected. They didn't have such a thick veil as the people on your planet, and so they were more correct connected with their surroundings, and they could uh flow easily into a situation and back out and they as a result they even looked more graceful.
1: Mm-hmm. And um, were the Venetians aware of all the different planetary populations, like the reptiles and the insectoids and everything?
4: Oh, they they had records. Yes, they they had a lot of records of oh, what planets, and and they kept a lot of it on the they um internal they the computer. Um, the I mean, uh the computer they it was computerized but then they had the ability to connect up with the computer and, and uh to see to read you know what was in but but it was for certain people with certain training uh yeah and and they they had people that spent their whole life um like compiling what went on in another star group or another star or another planet in a star, another star group. Uh, and, and they did this. One of the reasons they did this is so that individuals who would be going there to uh, disseminate uh, the Christ consciousness, crystal consciousness, uh, they would be able to connect easily, uh, with that group and know what to the, expect when they got there, so this was an impetus in, uh, in of individuals who were oriented in this manner to uh learn or and others to catalog what just because of interest you know what 's around us, you know what 's available uh, to catalog what it was like on other planets and uh, or uh, information beyond what you have available of how the uh, gravity worked and the star systems worked
1: and
4: and and uh, how it all fit together
1: mm-hmm. and when the population graduated did they all graduate at the same time uh was there a mass graduation or was it when they when they dropped their bodies They would go to force
4: density Venus. Uh, This is a subject that is very broad and wide, and we do not wish to endeavor to go into it right now. We uh, suggest that you may wish to move over to to
1: the healing list. Okay. Well, this is a really, really fascinating conversation. And I thank you for making yourself available to us to um, deliver this information, and uh, and thank you for working with our group, and you're making
4: a you're, contribution. You, uh, it is life. Your group, you all are alike within the. Um, We see as light uh, really in your uh, population of which we see uh, isolated spots of
1: dark. Thank you. And I thank the Elohim for um, all the work they're doing with us as well and hosting you and the collaboration that you both are having as a result of our group. Yes,
4: and and as a result of your inquiry and questioning.
1: Yes. (laughs) So, were Terry and I on Venus ever have bodies there?
4: We do not wish to pursue this area right now. We wish to move to the healing dust.
1: Okay, well... Okay we're going to end that call, it actually just came to an end and uh, I thought that was an unusual call and quite fascinating unusual information to be able to get um. Let me see here. If I can unmute everybody.
3: All participants are unmuted. Hey. Hello.
1: Yeah, hi. Hey, I have one word to say. Wow. That was (laughs) 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 That was fantastic. Yeah. Really interesting. I, Thank you for that. Thank you so much for that. Yeah. I, I kind of, I mean, you know, when I start these sessions, I don't know where they're going to go, right? And uh, I was on the edge of my chair when we were doing that. And... Uh, Man, there- you, you did great. It was just one after another. Like I, it was almost like I was actually thinking that you had a whole bunch of questions written down because you just you just trucked right on there. It was that was that was great. When really great. Well, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to say, so I got to ask yeah. them questions based on what they say. You know, right? Yeah. But I mean, I you know another thing is, you know, here we are in our little group and they seem to indicate that we played a major role in getting these two group souls to collaborate with each other, you know? Yeah, that that was interesting. Never happened before. Is joy there? Let me see. Yes. You know, I I almost was going to stop and ask a question uh, and have you answer it, something that... um, Now, what were they going to ask? Do you you want to answer a question? Question is, what's the
6: question? I'm ready.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Let me see. Uh, It had to do... As I understood it, Venus time... was different than Earth time, right?
6: Right. And speaking of time, do we have anybody on the healing list?
1: Yeah, a couple people. And and the other question is, when they said they shifted the time on Venus, who was it that shifted the time? Was it the Elohim group? Was it... uh, I'll see. No. Was it the L? Was it the Galactic Federation? Yes. So the Galactic Federation has beams in it that are high enough to shift time.
6: <laughs> I'm getting a yes.
1: <laughs> yeah. Wow. Because one time, one time we did a a, a session called Elohim, Keepers of Time. And Elohim described how they could shift time.
0: I wonder... The
1: nature of time.
0: I wonder what density is uh, the Galactic
1: Federation. Uh, Let's ask the question. Is the Galactic Federation all in one density, or are they spread out? Are they all in one density? Yes. Are they in sixth density? I think, yeah. Yes. And is the Ra Group part of the Galactic Federation? Yes. Yes. Okay. And so the Galactic Federation is not planetary populations, then. Y- yes. It is? It's not.
6: No, I'm you said is not. Yes, it is. Oh, okay. Yeah. I asked that question again, please. So yes, it's not.
1: Mm-hmm. Is it, is is the Galactic uh Federation? What was my question now?
6: In Is it in, one? In, go ahead.
0: Uh, I think you said they if, if they were like in, in, in the in the planetary um system or, or i say that
1: yeah well well it's, it's a if it's, it's a galactic federation is in the sixth density are there different members yes. of it from different planetary systems yes, but they have to be in the sixth density to be in, in it right
6: I'm getting a yes.
1: So they don't have bodies, right?
6: Yes, correct. They don't have bodies.
1: Okay, okay. Those are the questions. So uh, no. let's, let me let's, listen. Listen, I want to go to the healing list right now, okay? Uh, because we're on BBS radio and we're supposed to be off of it fairly soon, in a few minutes, okay. and <laughs> let me see. Let me see the healing
0: list. Is CJ present?
3: I am here.
0: We hear you in the background, CJ.
3: <laughs> Is my audio okay?
1: It's better, yes. Yeah, you, you, do you have the healing list open, CJ?
3: Yes, I do.
1: So, it actually looks like there's...
3: Four
1: people. Four. Correct. Okay. All right. So... What do we have have Four minutes. We'll probably go over. I'm going to interrupt, and I'll say goodbye to everyone from BBS in a few minutes, and then we'll continue. Okay? Well, officially, are,
0: officially on BBS need to stop at 55, so we should say goodbye right now.
1: Okay, we'll say goodbye right now. And anyone on BDS is listening and wants more information on all our call phone numbers, we have 10 calls a week. We have thousands of archived channels like the one you just heard. It's on thespiritchannel.net, thespiritchannel.net. And uh, you can pick any one and listen, and you won't be disappointed. And I'm going to turn it over to C J.
3: Would you please call in the love light of protection?
6: When are you still there? Yeah. Or
3: C J, are you going to call it in? Uh, I ask for the love light of protection around each and every person. On this healing list, each and every person listening to the call, each and every person listening to the replay, each and every person reading a transcript, and each and every person who is a subject of this healing list. Thank you. (laughs) John from Las Vegas. Please put Kathleen Welsh from Albuquerque, New Mexico and Lauren Bania from Forks, Washington into the Love Light for complete healing of all their health issues. Thank you. Okay. okay let me just... Go ahead.
1: Uh, well you go ahead.
6: Go ahead. I was just going to say, you know, as as usual, hooray for for this usual. Um, this request is received with love, and and if if you guys wanted to, shall we do the ten seconds again, like we have been?
1: Yeah. Sure. Ten seconds. We just ask our okay. sources to work with these 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 individuals for the highest good of all concerned. Okay.
6: Right. Okay. So for Kathleen and, and Lauren, let's do 10 seconds. Light Lighting. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I decided to use an actual timer.
3: <laughs> All right. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Next one, John is also putting into the love light, please put decentralised cryptocurrencies into the love light for massive worldwide adoption and for them to be used as and for them to become legal tender. Thank you for this perfect and fair monetary system that honours privacy, is free from taxation and free from surveillance. Please help decentralized cryptocurrencies to become more accessible and easier for people to use and understand. I ask all of the above be done for the highest and greatest good of all concerned. Thank you.
6: Okay. Um, Thank you, John. We're, just saying, That's
1: received we're, just saying, we're saying goodbye to the people on BBS. Thank you for being here. And Go ahead, Joy.
6: Bye. All right. Um, Ten seconds for cryptocurrency. Anybody who wants to join in, ready, go.
3: Okay. Thank you. Thank you. See, just from England. Thank you, our beautiful friends in the higher realms, with gratitude and love for your divine intervention and manifestation of the Christ consciousness, bringing peaceful resolution, clearing and healing for the highest of the highest order over the earth. Thank you for the people who are service to others, taking positions of power and influence. Thank you for your loving protection that surrounds them now, and for your divine wisdom that guides all in the loving energy of the Christed light, honoring that which is paramount, free will, for the highest and greatest good of all concerned in all timelines, densities, and dimensions.